Blog Talk Radio. productive 
in when you work from home, excuse the thing, whether you're working remotely because you are your own employer or because you are working for a company that all you have to do is walk into their mainframe and then all the calls or anything else is directed to you. Well, the idea here is that you want to be the most productive in the environment that you're in. Now, reduce distractions from your comfy couch and a nostalgic fuller house binge-watching session to playing with your pet pug. There can be endless distractions when you work from home. Explain to everyone in the household the importance of respecting a closed office door. Get rid of temptation. Close computer tabs not in use. Consider web browser plugins that block specific sites such as social media platforms during the time that you're working. Refrain from turning on the TV just for a minute and definitely don't install one near the TV just for a minute and definitely don't install one near your work area. Keep a pad of paper next to the computer Jot down extemporaneous thoughts and eliminate the fear that you'll forget something. Don't act upon it right now. Always plan out your day ahead of time because if you do that, then it keeps you in a line where all you have to do is look at what comes next. And also, this is where time management comes into play, simply because when you work remotely, it's easy to get distracted. And the best way, if you have a schedule of what you're doing when, it's just like when you're going to meetings, that you have that schedule in your planner whenever you're in the office. Well, do the same from home and look at your work even when you're working remotely, as work, not as play. There are many things that you can do that can help you to change your attitude. Develop a routine. Being productive during your workday takes planning, and a lack of structure can lead to feeling aimless, overwhelmed, or on call 24-7. Come up with a ritual to mark the start of the end, the start and the end of your workday, such as actions trigger your mind to get into the proper frame. Signal work mode by enjoying a cup of hot tea in the morning while looking over your daily schedule. Clearly say to your brain, "I'm done for the day," by changing your clothes at the day's end, like a commuter arriving home. Get in the habit of creating tomorrow's to-do list before calling it a day. While information is still fresh in your mind, then you can jump right into things upon your return 
instead of trying to remember where you left off. I always remember this, that if you manage your time effectively, you can get things done. Always have a plan in place before you actually get started. Often we don't realize that working remotely can be a really great opportunity because you can prepare your meals at home and have them ready when you take that break for lunch. You can make sure that you can have flexible time if your kids need anything or you have appointments. But here's the thing. Always have everything planned out. Don't wait till the last minute to remember that you have something to do. And if you have schedules that you have to keep, make sure that you plan it and that you have a target date or an end date on anything. When you do that, then what you're doing is giving yourself the opportunity to build your business effectively. And when you're working for a company, and even as a project manager, here's the thing. You need to make sure that you have a plan in place. And if you need to do team meetings and you work remotely, use a platform where they have a meeting rooms. One of the things you can use is you've got Zoom. And what is Zoom? Well, it's a great tool and platform where you can log in and you can be talking to someone face-to-face no matter where you're at. And if you need to share anything with them from your screen, all you have to do is share the screen. So here, utilize tools, whether you're tech-oriented or old school. Play around with high management systems to discover what works for you. Use one central calendar for both professional and personal obligations, perhaps color-coded to promote readability. Errors would be less likely to occur, such as scheduling a client meeting for the same time as your kids' soccer game. Look into apps that meet specific needs. Get too caught up in tasks to take breaks, try a fitness app that reminds you to stretch regularly. Need some extra motivation? Consider a productivity challenge app where you can gain or lose achievements based on your work habits. Use time blocking to challenge yourself to get more done. People sometimes find that working at 15, 20, or 25-minute chunks of time, stay focused and productive, and ultimately get more done. Use the timer function on your phone or an old-fashioned kitchen timer to limit yourself to a time block under 30 minutes. 
have a specific task that you want to complete in that time and challenge yourself to see how much you can complete before the timer goes off. And here's a neat thing to remember. To keep your mind fresh, always, when you use that timer and you take a 10-minute break, make it productive. Get away from what you're doing. The purpose is that if you do that, then you will have the opportunity to refresh yourself, to reintroduce yourself to the project that you're working on. Plan interaction. Remember that remote work is not synonymous with becoming a permit. Socializing is vital to your mental health in your career. Find ways to stay in touch with colleagues. Arrive to conference calls early just to shoot the breeze. Become a regular of company chat platforms. Investigate alternate places to work on days when you're home. Office seems lonely. The coronavirus pandemic has put a hold on visiting co-working spaces, coffee shops, and libraries. But if you're still working remotely once these times pass, these are options to consider. Maintain a satisfied social life outside of work. Scheduling virtual happy hours with your friends and family or socially distant to get together. Now, these are some great ideas. And even though we're currently in a pandemic, this will pass. And when it does, you will often need to understand and be aware that it doesn't matter whether you're in a pandemic or not. You always need to take precautions. So it's just a matter of adapting how you do business today from how you did it in the past. And we have really been moving in this direction, really, since the beginning of the 21st century, but this is only accelerated what we've been doing, and it's also making people begin to change how they think about work today. And in the past, when someone worked for a corporation, they were known as a secretary. And what did they do? Well, they worked for four or five different people doing everyone's work, and they were paid a set salary as a home worker working from home virtually in the gig economy. They're a virtual assistant, and they can charge each individual separately, and they can decide how much they want to make an hour and how many hours they want to put in determine on what work that person needs for that day. If you have five different people, say, use Monday for one person, you, and then have each different person for a different day. This way, you're not doing the same thing. You're getting a change, and you're feeling refreshed because you feel like the opportunity 
to do something a little bit different, even though it's basically using the same skills, then it gives you an opportunity to create an income for yourself that's far more than if you went to work for the corporation. Get your family on board. You might not think that getting your family to agree to the idea that that you're working from home is a big deal, but it is. After all, if your family is used to you working outside of the home and you're suddenly around all day, every day, requests may come flooding in to the handle that more chores around the house. It's up to you to ensure that everyone learns to respect your schedule by your respecting it first. Manage expectations. When you work at home, have a chat about what you can realistically manage. Just because you're at home doesn't mean that you're not working. Your job matters. So brainstorm solutions to help share the work. If you have kids, explain that situation to them. Kids aren't always co-workers. They don't understand that when you're on the phone, you can't help them tie their shoes. And that when the door is closed, you can't play games. Talk to your kids about what working at home means. But stay flexible The purpose here is one thing, and one thing for sure, that why your family needs to be on board, because when that door is closed, you need to put on that door a sign telling them what hour that you will be working, and let them know that during that time, you are not available, and make sure that they understand that they have to respect the rules. You know, one of the things that that happens and why you find that adults who don't respect others is simply because they had a parent that did not respect them because children only repeat the behaviors they see in the home. So if you demonstrate to them your work ethic, they will have the same work ethic down the road. And technology has literally changed how we do business. And it's important to help you to understand and believe in the work that you're doing. Start big and work your way down. No one likes to feel like they are enough hours in the day to accomplish all that you'd like to, but start big and work your way down. A quote wrongly attributed to Mark Twain goes like this. If it's your job to eat a frog, it's best to do it first thing in the morning. And if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the biggest one first. Simply put, if you have several tasks to do, tackle the biggest or hardest one first. That's even a productivity book called Eat the Frog. Remember the compound effort? This theory 
says that to accomplish anything major, break it down into smaller pieces. Says that we can accomplish day after day. That consistency and small effort adds up significantly over time to big results, the steps in the moment don't seem significant, but the results are massive. Check out the book by Darren Hardy and this YouTube video. Why is this important to remember? Very simple. That when, for, okay, let me collect my thoughts. Here's what it is. If you have projects that need to be done, why they say do the hardest first? Because that's the chore you probably don't even want to do. And the one that's the smallest may be something that you really, really choose to do. So if you get out of the way the things that you really don't want to do first and then work on the things that you enjoy doing, then you're more likely to accomplish in a day. And they always talk about this, that if you have an end goal, it can be really daunting. But if you take that end goal and break it down into smaller activities, then when you finish each activity towards that goal, you feel accomplishment. And it gives you a good feeling about yourself. And it helps you to, to as you move forward and get everything done, then you can literally see at the end of the road what's going to happen. But if you take it and look at it as one big tool, then it's going to be so daunting that you're going to automatically think that you can't do it. But when you break it down into smaller activities, then it's more achievable. Don't forget to take a break. Because we work from home, it can be easy to jump straight from work into home activities or vice versa. Leave time for white space during your day. If you're feeling overloaded, tired, stressed, or exhausted in one situation, don't jump right into the next. Take five minutes to sit quietly and breathe deeply outside if you can. Call it mediation or just taking a break. This sort of white space between work and home can help you to reduce stress and feel less crazed. Use your open tabs for a moment of zen. Do you have dozens of tabs open during the workday? Use one of your open tabs for a mediation reminder. Always have it open to a Google image. Search for something peaceful or serene. Try sunny beaches, snowy mountains, puppies, organized closets, whatever floats your boat. Rest your eyes. We work on computer screens a lot. And that puts us at a risk for developing computer vision syndrome, which includes eye discomfort, headaches, blurred vision, 
groinized and neck and shoulder pain. The American Optometric Association recommends following the 2020 rule. Take a 20-second break to look at something, not a screen. 20 feet away every 20 minutes. Bonus points if you get out of your chair and stretch. These are some really great things to look at and understand how you can adapt because it's really very important to understand just how much and that your eyes are in everything you do. Because if you don't have sight, then you have to use the adaptive equipment, which are software that can actually read to you and tell you what you're typing or let you know exactly what you're doing. Always be aware of your health. Don't be afraid to disconnect. When we work from home, we find ourselves distracted by the outside world. Don't be afraid to disconnect when you need to focus and produce. Turn email off when you need to do deep work. Seeing your unread email counter tick up, up and up as you work on an important project is a huge distraction. It keeps you from deeply focusing, closing your email program, but even 30 or 60 minutes can help you truly focus on the work at hand and ultimately get more done in less time. Don't check email first thing in the morning. This may not be an option for everyone, but if you can try not to check your email as your first work task in the day, instead tackle one of your to-do lists first and then check email. Clicking or checking emails first often throws us off track as we start responding to other people's needs before our own. Put your own work priorities first by completing one important task before trying or diving into the email rabbit hole. What's the email rabbit hole? Well, that's where we tend to put our time into doing something that is destructive or distractive and keeps us from getting done what we truly need to do. Not everyone and every day needs to be perfect. We're only human, and some days being human means not getting it all done. Having a day off, it's not normal. Remote work is typically a highly productive way to work, and that's why it may feel even worse to have a day where your productivity isn't at its maximum. Some days we're going to make mistakes, feel unfocused, and be off our game. The occasional day isn't uncommon, so as long as it doesn't work or become a trend, do your best work 
whether you're new to remote working or you've been doing it for years, these work-from-home tips can help anyone maximize their workday and work at home from anywhere. We literally need to understand that if you're going to think about working from home, and here's the thing, that in the future, you're going to see more and more people working remotely. And as that happens, what you're going to find out is that you need structure in your life. That is the most important part. And structure means that you have a plan, that you plan your day out the night before, that you know exactly what you need to do, and you schedule everything. Remember, you can go to my website, and that's the number one personal career coach.com, and you can book an appointment. 